Hey there, it's me, Denise Lee, and welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast, where we help improve your mindset and your money. And in today's episode, I have four steps to help you gain more clarity. If you have been feeling like you're in a funk or a fog, or you just don't know what to do next in your business or heck, even your life, stay tuned after this short break and we'll dive into some things that I know it's going to be really helpful for you. You're going to get all these tips coming to you after this short break. Hey, and we're back. But before we dive into today's episode, I want to give a special shout out for those of you who are listening for the very first time. Thank you very much. I know that you've got a bunch of other places you could be, and I'm so glad you're here with me. And for those of you who have been listening for multiple episodes, I still see you. Thank you very much. And for all of you guys, make sure that you hit the subscribe button so that way you will be able to access these episodes as soon as they drop and make sure you tell your peeps, make sure you tell your friends so we can grow this community and let's be besties on social media if you haven't done so already. Follow me on Twitter, Denise G. Lee or Denise George Lee, where you'll get inspiration and motivation to grow your business. And lastly, the things that we're going to be talking about is a subset of my course, Confidence, Cash, and Clarity. Confidence, Cash, and Clarity can only be found on my website, Denise G. Lee, under the, the tab Courses. This is part of the clarity part that I really believe a lot of us We understand that we need intellectually, but it's kind of hard to implement. So that's why I've developed a whole course around that confidence, cash, and clarity. Now let's talk clarity today. Now I've got four here, but there's way, way more details that I can dive into gaining more clarity. But the first thing and the most important thing above all is make sure that you have a pen and a piece of paper and jot down what I've got to say and really think about, oh, darn, uh, maybe I need to do a little bit more closer examination. Maybe I need to understand a little bit more about what it means to have clarity. Now, let's start off by having a little fun exercise. Have you ever kind of just stepped outside and it's an overcast sky and you had a really hard time seeing the sun? And you knew that the sun was out there because it was daylight, but there were so many clouds blocking. And you knew kind of the direction of where you were in relation to where the sun is, where it was mostly bright, because we all know the sun rises in the east and the sun sets in the west. But you kind of knew because you saw the more the intensity of the light was kind of focused on one side, but you didn't quite know where the sun was. I think of that kind of analogy about how we do our business, how we pursue our tasks, where we have an inkling, we have an idea of what we need to do, but we're not quite sure because there's so much stuff that's blocking our our path, our our understanding of where we are into relation to where we want to be and our goals. 
And I see so often with entrepreneurs, I see so often with you guys who are really ambitious, perhaps you wanted to be your own boss, or perhaps you saw that the market wasn't really serving a community and you knew that you wanted to do something, but you and you had some great ideas, but you didn't know how quite how to start. And this is whole conversation about clarity is not so much of getting you up and moving and productive, but actually having that focus point so that you actually have a clear path of the next steps that you need to go, the next steps that you need to do. And this is what this whole conversation of clarity is all about. So I've identified some things, some top plate things that you can do right now. And I know that at the end of this time with one another, you'll have some immediate clarity. Okay. That being said, Let's dive into it. Number one is distinguish being productive from being busy. I remember, this is so, so this is crazy, but I, I can't believe I'm admitting this, but I think it's funny. I have been learning Spanish for about, uh, seriously, for about, I think about 10 years, 10 years. It came as a result of me going to a a country in Central America, Costa Rica. And I remember just being wildly uncomfortable with not knowing what anyone was saying, what anyone was talking about, and constantly having to rely on interpreters or people around me to explain like anything, like the menu, what was being spoken, all this other stuff. And I remember coming back and saying to myself, I want to speak Spanish. I want to speak Spanish. And one of the things that I thought that I was doing to help me advance in terms of learning the language and speaking with proficiency was somehow I thought that I could multitask, meaning that I could specifically do some work, meaning like work on a project or whatever. And meanwhile, listening to something in Spanish, if, if either a podcast or whatever kind of thing that I was doing. And I remember one time a coworker, this was still when I was working a job, a coworker would come up to me and say, hey, you know, what are you doing? And I would say, yeah, I'm listening to my Spanish podcast or, you know, whatever. And she looked at me, she's like, that looks really confusing. I don't really know how you could really pay attention, you know, if you're, you know, listening to that. And it, for me, that really, even after 10 years, I'm still thinking about that thought, how I really believed that somehow doing my work, whatever, writing a memo, write, writing a report or whatever, and I could still listen, to mul- uh, still listen to something in Spanish and somehow I would be as proficient. And it just sounds really ridiculous. I see a lot of entrepreneurs we are trying to do so many things all at once And we're wondering why we're not really making any progress whatsoever. Our brains were never designed to 
multitask or and that's what I'm talking about this whole idea of being productive from being busy I was doing a little bit of research and I found out that research conducted at Stanford University found that multitasking is less productive than doing a single thing at a time the researchers also found out that people who are regularly bombarded with several streams of electronic information cannot pay attention, recall information, or switch from one job to another, as well as those who complete one task at a time. And moreover, multitasking can actually reduce your efficiency and performance because your brain can only focus on one thing at a time. When you try to do two things at once, your brain lacks the capacity to perform both tasks successfully. And I understand that it feels that we may have been lied to and said that, well, if we're not conquering 20 tasks by Tuesday evening at 8 p.m., that we're not effective and you know you always hear about these people saying all their checklists are are checked off and but are we really even doing it correctly or well are we really performing as if we just did maybe four things out of the list of eight really really good I want to encourage you to actually have a core list of things that are really just meant for today and today only, where it's not too much, but it's not too little. One of the ways that has helped me to not become so freaking busy all the time is I pre-plan my activities for the day and the day only. I don't try to overwhelm myself by saying, I want to have all these things done by today so that I can clear out my schedule and I have nothing else for the rest of the week to do. No, no, no. I'm a big fan of staggering. And what I like to do is I think about my tasks in big, small, and little tasks. The big tasks are things that are going to be spread off across multiple weeks. The middle task may take me maybe a day or so. And then the small task, for example, even recording this podcast right now, it's a small task, but it's going to also involve me doing some other things that I can do at a later time. Not everything that we want to do has to be accomplished all in one spurt. I think about specifically even writing sales pages. Any good copywriter, heck, any copywriter worth their salt will always tell you that you do not publish your first draft, right? You have your first kind of key ideas. You do your research. You write down some ideas some key points that you want to write. You organize your ideas together. This is even before you start writing the sales letter or whatever you have to write out. And you do a little bit of framing about how you want to position, how you want your piece to be laid out. And then you do your first draft. And then guess what? You let it sit and marinate your mind. And then maybe a day or heck, a few hours later, you go back and you look at it with a fresh pair of eyes. That's really how we're supposed to do most of our work, right, guys? We are not supposed to just hammer through because when we're hammering through, when you're just trying to do it instantly, that's when we get frazzled. That's when we make the mistakes. That's when we actually make things far, far worse than what it needs to be. So I want to encourage you to break down your tasks into the big, 
this medium and the small and not feel that you have to have everything done all at once and do not I think a lot of people do this too and I just want to address the elephant in the room is that for a lot of us we take pride in feeling overwhelmed. We we live in a society basically has put a premium on those who feel that they are overworking themselves to death and so that means that they are important and that means that they are successful and all that means is that they have a lack of boundaries with their work and they are failing to have any constructive time of rest, reflection, and relaxation. That's really all that means. But we live in a society that wants to lie to us uh, in order for us to be distracted by things that really don't matter. I think we would have a lot more calm and peace and a lot less depression, a lot less mental health problems if people just took some time and took the day off or turned off their cell phone and stopped looking at social media. That's heck of a unproductive thing to do if you're already feeling frazzled and nervous and distracted. That is another huge thing that I I do mention in my course, Confidence, Cash, and Clarity, is that for a lot of us, the reason why we're feeling so lost and hopeless and not being focused is because we're constantly comparing uh, one another in terms of what we're supposed to be accomplishing in our business. And I give some really good examples um, about how you can actually train your brain to not be focused on the compared comparison trap that I see a lot of entrepreneurs face. Okay, let's move on to the second point is make constructive journaling a habit. Make constructive journaling a habit. And let me explain what I mean about constructive journaling. For the longest time, I mean, I journaled. I had tons and tons of journals. I remember when I was a teenager and then, you know, I sporadically journaled as a young adult. But I didn't constructively journal. In the past, when I journaled, I would just kind of write down everything that was irritating me or made me happy or just it was just kind of a scattered brain approach where I was doing a dump. And don't get me wrong, I still do have a free writing kind of journal where I just talk about just random things in my mind, but I also do constructive journaling. Now, constructive journaling is actually focused on topics or ideas or themes that you want to accomplish or you want to unpack and understand. By it focused on one specific area, you could actually have a lot more insights, a lot more clarity, a lot more of things that you may not have realized had a much bigger impact in your life. For example, I was doing a constructive journaling exercise about some particular interactions I had with with some some people on a social media site and I asked why was I receiving this type of reaction? What things was I talking about? And then it made me realize how I through the some languaging that I was using was attracting a certain type of crowd on an issue that I really did not want to talk long term about. And I had to pivot, switch gears and get into an, another frame of mind where I was creating content that was attracting more people that I really wanted to work with. 
That's an example where you specifically ask yourself a question or an idea, and then you drill down deeper and deeper and deeper about that. And then through that process, a lot of our minds, we have like, it was explained to me, we have gerbils or like animals or barking dogs or just restless noise, like in our minds all the day long. And we may think we understand something, but the, all the distractions and the white noise and all the confusion kind of clouds our brains about what exactly do we want to do or what exactly are motivating us. And that constructive journaling helps us to clear out the rubble, as it were, and helps us to kind of really focus on this is what it matters this is why it matters. This is probably how I got into this mess. I may not know how to get out of it right now, but at least I have some clarity as to what caused it to begin with so that I may not be able to re-enter the, the cloud of confusion again. Or I can have my sense of where's my North Star or what really matters to me and, and having a concrete reason. There's a huge difference, guys, between saying you want to do something versus writing it down. Okay, I'm going to repeat that again. Like there's a huge difference between thinking versus actually putting pen to paper and actually having it stamped somewhere recorded that this is really my thoughts on this issue and I'm going to have to make some decisions if I really want to get out of it or if I want to really make some pivots. A lot of us talk a really good game and myself included about, oh, I want to do something different. Oh, I want to try something different. But actually writing it down has a form of accountability. I mean, you may have heard people say that if you want to start something, hold yourself accountable. Let somebody in your community know. Well, sometimes you actually need to let yourself know too, right? <laughs> we also need to actually make ourselves accountable. That's the best and surefire way for us to make really a lot of good traction and not just our business, but in our life, okay? Number three of our solved having clarity, okay, is work in sprints, not in marathon. And this is, I am totally diff I, guilty of doing it. Imagine you wake up, and you have this really, really good idea. It doesn't really matter if like you a new offering or you want to create a new post or whatever, or heck, or even a new course for that matter. And you think to yourself, oh yes, like I, I'm I'm so on it. I'm you sit down and you start sketching your ideas out. And the next thing you know, you find yourself writing a sales page. The next thing you know, you're pre-planning your post and then Six hours later, you're still sitting in the same underwear that you wore last the prior day, <laughs> where you've been working so hard because you're just literally trying to do a brain dump of everything that went through your mind that you neglected almost everything. And that's what I'm talking about doing a sprint versus a marathon. When you're doing a marathon in your business, you literally have to stagger main components at a time. When I first started working in this whole business coaching sphere, I just wanted to do everything all at once because I was so anxious and I was so excited. I thought, oh my goodness, if I don't do this right now, I'm going to lose the momentum and then I'm not going to want to do it again. So I might as well just bust it out. But what happened to me was I would 
work so freaking hard, I would actually get burned out, discouraged, and not want to do it over again because the experience was just so horrifying to feel that I wasn't making any progress unless I was working manically. And that's just a terrible way to work in your business and your life, just just anyway. And if that's who you are, you can raise your hands and say, yeah, that's me too. Because let me let you know, I've been in that same situation more times than I wish to share. And my course, Confidence, Class, and Clarity, I give a checklist of things that you can do to help as you work on your offering process, how to promote, how to schedule your posts, all that other stuff. So you don't feel like you have to have it all done at once. You have a progress sheet where you can note, okay, yes, I can need to do this. Yes, I need to do that. And that way you have that clarity in your mind and feeling that you can organize your time better and that you should have some reasonable expectations about how long it takes to do certain things in your business. Because so often I felt that way I needed to get everything done all at once and that is not true, not true at all, okay? Well, let's recap everything we talked about is number one is distinguish being productive from being busy. I I don't want any more distractions, guys. I want you to actually just do one task and one task alone. Your brain will thank you (laughs) and you will be able to be a heck of a lot more efficient. Number two is I want you to have constructive journaling sessions where you have key themes or ideas that you want to really tackle through. Yes, free writing is great, but we also need to be constructive in terms of how we think think through our processes. And lastly, number three is work in sprints, not in marathons. When we have a a checklist of major themes that we need to accomplish, it will help us to actually maximize our efficiency because we're not trying to do everything all at once. Was there something that I said that really clicked in your light bulb? Like, oh, wow, ding, 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 ding. Like, I really need to focus on that. Please let me know. Uh, send me a message at hello at denisechili.com. And I always appreciate any new ideas or tips to talk about and our time with one another. You can also use hello at denisechili.com and let me know. And if you really like this episode, make sure that you forward this episode to someone else who is also needing a lot more clarity. And I'm hoping that this will be able to help you and other people just feel more assured that yes I have a goal and I have a destination and it's reasonable and I can get there well that is it thank you so much for listening take care and be awesome